Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The tech world will be focused on the CES trade show this week. It officially kicks off today, runs through Thursday. Remember, this annual tech conference generally draws 150,000 plus to Las Vegas to see the latest technology. But this year, CES will be an entirely virtual event. We will give you updates all week from the latest sports-related technology from CES. This is your morning buzzcast for Monday, January 11th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Wow, super wild card weekend. That was a lot of fun. Look forward to the games as well next week. Hope everybody is feeling good, healthy, and ready to start the week. We're going to start the week tonight, 8 o'clock, CFP title game, Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, all over the ESPN distribution outlets. We have Alabama, Ohio State, Crimson Tide playing for their sixth national championship under coach Nick Saban. It would be the university's first since 2017. For Ohio State, it would be its seventh national championship of the pole era, which is 1936 on, and its first title since 2014, the inaugural season of the CFP. Ohio State arrived in Miami on Saturday night after players and coaches completed their final COVID testing on Friday. Alabama arrived in Florida on Friday night. Looking forward to tonight's CFP title game. Big news in the golf world as the PGA of America voted yesterday to take the PGA Championship event away from Donald Trump's New Jersey golf course next year. This is the second time in five years the PGA of America has removed one of its events from a Trump course. Now, the 2022 PGA Championship was slated to be held at Trump National in Bedminster, New Jersey, but Seth Waugh, the CEO of the PGA of America, told the AP that after the events in Washington, D.C. last week, quote, we could no longer hold it at Bedminster. The damage could have been irreparable. The only real course of action was to leave, end quote. Pretty strong quotes from Seth Waugh. He declined to say whether the PGA of America expected any legal challenges from the Trump Organization. The Trump Organization issued a statement declaring the PGA in breach of its contract. Let's move over to the NCAA because NCAA convention starting today, expected to go all week through Thursday, of course, all done virtually. They were expected, the Division I Council was expected to vote today on two major pieces of legislation, name, image, and likeness, and the one-time transfer rule. However, in news over the weekend, NCAA President Mark Emmert has called on the council to delay its vote on name, image, and likeness because of warnings by the Department of Justice about antitrust compliance. Now, the Division I Council Council still plans to meet virtually today and work through its agenda, including discussing the NIL legislation. Division two and Division three also have votes planned this week for their own name, image, and likeness legislation, but it remains to be seen if they'll go through with theirs. But right now, Division one name, image, and likeness seems to be on hold 
paused for now while they soar through the issues between the NCAA and the Department of Justice. I know that there were many people who didn't think the name, image, and likeness legislation was ready to be voted on, and it seems that right now that'll be the case, delayed for the time being. It has been worked on for over a year, so the advocates of this surely must feel disappointed that they will not be able to push this forward during the convention this week. The convention runs through Thursday. We'll have updates all week. I found this to be interesting news over the weekend, of course, as the future of the Tokyo Games, scheduled for July, is again in question after Japan declared a state of emergency due to increasing COVID cases. Now, this declaration, the state of emergency, will be in place for at least a month. I also found this interesting. Japan is removing any public displays of the Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic torches for the next month because of the emergency declaration. It's unclear whether the Olympic Games could even take place under the emergency declaration, but these are not good trend lines for Japan and the Olympics. This was some noteworthy news that broke over the weekend. Saturday night, our John Aran reported that Dan Lebetard and John Skipper will unite to launch a content company in the next couple of weeks that will focus on sports. Now, John Skipper will remain part of DAZN Group in his current role as executive chairman, though he will not spend as much time on the day-to-day operations of DAZN, and there is speculation that former Disney executive Kevin Mayer, who is currently an advisor to the zone parent company Access Industries, will take over some of Skipper's chairman duties. But Skipper and Lebetard go way back. They were very close at ESPN. Now Skipper's first order of business in this new venture is to sell Lebetard's radio show to a media company like Sirius XM or iHeartRadio. The two will also look to hire reporters and editors. They are making a full-fledged sports media company John Skipper, Dan Lebetard, United to launch a content company in the next couple of weeks. You're going to want to keep your eye on that. Moving over to the NBA, the league postponed its second game of the season last night, and it was a difficult weekend for the league as coronavirus positive players and quarantines really reduced the number of players available to teams. But the NBA issued a statement last night saying it has no plans to pause the season. Now, now over the weekend, more and more team executives, coaches, and general managers question how long they could continue to play games, but Adam Silver and the league is remaining committed to pushing through with games. They are going with that minimum of eight players available per team and trying to complete as much of the schedule as possible. They said they knew that there would be issues coming up throughout the season. They were expecting these type of cases, and they just have to try to work through them. But keep your eye on the state of the NBA over the next week. Now, the 2021 G League season will be in a bubble environment. The season will be condensed and played at the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. Now, a preliminary plan calls for games to begin around February 8th. The season is expected to last about a month. Now, there will be 18 teams playing in the bubble environment for the G League, while 11 teams opted out. Shifting over to some NBA team news, the Golden State Warriors on Thursday laid off 10% of their business side staff. That meant 39 full-time staffers lost their job. Four more were furloughed. Nobody on the basketball side was let go. These layoffs hit ticket sales 
and game presentation, among other departments that rely on attendance at the Chase Center. Again, we hate to relay this type of news on the Buzzcast, as these are very difficult decisions that each team is facing. I will say keep your eye on the Houston Texans. I found this report from Adam Schefter very interesting over the weekend as he suggested that the search firm Corn Ferry had put through Steelers Vice President of Football and Business Administration Omar Khan as the favorite for the Texans' next general manager. That was followed by ESPN's Lewis Riddick as the other finalist. But Texans chairman and CEO Cal McNair changed his mind He did not follow the recommendations of the search firm, which is his right, and he went out and hired Patriots director of player personnel Nick Casario. That was not met with very wide acclaim amongst the Texans fan base, and of course quarterback Deshaun Watson was reportedly upset about the search for the general manager and how he wasn't consulted in that search. So some interesting storylines around the Texans continue and a storyline that you're going to want to keep your eye on. Staying with the NFL, Adam Schefter also reported yesterday that the NFL Combine is questionable for this spring. Its status is expected to be decided in the next week. And finally, this is encouraging news. Dodger Stadium is going to become a vaccination distribution center all this week. Officials are hoping to vaccinate up to 12,000 people a day at Dodger Stadium, which will become the largest testing site in the country. But hopefully all that goes very well as Dodger Stadium becoming a vaccination center all this week. So that is your morning buzzcast for Monday, January 11th. Again, CFP title game tonight, 8 o'clock on ESPN. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody has a great start to their week. I will talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.